Doing good, Valentine's Day, and clouds dropping down the dew. What does it all mean? Well, stay tuned to the Truth in Words and Music podcast, episode 138. Hey there, Tony here. It's good to be back with you again. Uh, I'm, uh, I think I'm a day late this week, but I'm still here. And I wanted to get back with you on a short episode because this past week I've kind of been out and about actually meeting real people in, in person. How about that? Huh? Instead of just hanging out in my digital studio so much of the time. But it's been great. I got to really be with some great people this past week and if you're one of those listening to me, uh, it was great being with you, and I hope to do that again real soon. But I want to get right into this because, you know, I talk about how it was a good thing. I really enjoyed that. Uh, hanging out with some friends, some new friends. Uh, it was a nice week. But, you know, sometimes it can seem like doing good is a waste of time. Have you ever noticed that? You, you start feeling like, I'm doing good things, but is there anybody paying attention? Does anybody care? It's really just a, a matter of perspective. When it comes to results, if you can only focus on, you know, getting them right here and now, uh, you know, instant gratification on your doing good deeds, you might experience disappointment on a pretty regular basis. Doing good things for others doesn't always appear to produce results. And that's what I'm talking about. You do good things and, you know, maybe somebody doesn't even notice, it seems like. Well, depending on where your heart is, you might be producing eternal results and not even know it. If your heart is to do good for God, you will get an awesome return on your investment. It's true. Now, you probably don't or won't always feel like doing good things for others. I mean, I don't. Sometimes other people can be total jerks, but guess what? Sometimes you can too, and me. Yep, I know it's hard to believe, but hold on to your hats, ladies and gents. Even I can be a jerk. I've been a jerk. I know it sounds impossible, but I have it on good authority. It's true. Well, just because people aren't cute and lovable all the time, that's no good reason to not do good as often as you have the opportunity. When you go through life with the attitude of looking for opportunities to, good, to do good things for others, you'll, you'll discover them all around you. Opportunities are there, all around you, all the time. But what you do doesn't have to be a gigantic, enormous, or fantastic thing. It might be something as simple as a smile. In fact, try smiling at people every chance you get today and see how often their face lights up, at least a little. People find, a, uh, they find it hard to not smile back. I mean, there are some, and we talked about them already, remember? Jerks. But what you do for others is showing your love for God, too. Yeah, God said things like, love your neighbors yourself. And inasmuch as you did it to the one of, uh, I mean, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. That's Jesus himself talking. Every person is made in God's image and likeness, and he considers the least of us to be like him. And he considers even the least of us to be his brethren, brothers, in other words. His brothers and sisters and unfortunately, 
not everyone on our planet thinks of God the way he thinks of us. Um, you know, most don't want anything at all to do with him. And those people might not even allow you to do something good for them. In that case, you move on. You're not required to keep pushing an immovable object. Again, some people are just bound and determined to be a jerk. Still, when your heart and mind are focused on doing good for others, even if they don't notice or appreciate it, your loving Creator knows, and He never forgets. He has eternal life waiting for you and me. He's preparing a beautiful home for you where you can live forever without the jerks. So if you're not doing any good today, stop that. But if you're doing good, don't stop. Today's a good day to start. What would hold you back? Why would you not want to do good things today? Any good reason for that? If you do, write to me and tell me, tony at tonyfunderberg.com. I'd like to know why you wouldn't want to do a good thing today and why you wouldn't want to do it as often as you could, every chance you get. But again, if you're also, uh, I mean, also, if you're, if you're doing good and you just don't feel appreciated, you don't think anybody's noticing, you know, you could write to me and tell me that. We could talk about that. Send me a card. How about that for a segue? That goes right into my um, mention of Valentine's Day that uh, just passed a few days ago as I record this podcast episode. And uh, I, I wrote an article, and I'm going to share that with you, uh, that I said, your Valentine's Day card isn't as good as this one. Now, am I bragging? Am I talking about this awesome Valentine's Day card I wrote? And you just, <laughs> you got to see this. Well, let me get right to this. Do you send or give Valentine's Day cards every year? Are you, are you one of those? Are you giving one to your true love this year? Did you search and search until you found just the right one? Or... Did you buy the blank kind and spend a lot of time making up your own message? That's what I always did. Uh, well, no matter what your method or madness is or was, your card will never hold a candle to this one, the one I'm about to share with you. I don't mean to shoot down your efforts, and I'm sure you've created or bought an awesome gift for that love of your life. I hope so anyway. You know they deserve it. Even if you haven't been getting along, they deserve it. You know, think of that. After all, the person could love someone else, but they chose you. Now, that speaks volumes, and you shouldn't take it for granted. So if you haven't taken the opportunity, or you didn't, you didn't take the opportunity at Valentine's Day, let's put it that way, and you didn't take the opportunity to tell them you love them and, and get them, you know, a Valentine's Day card or flowers or whatever, do it now. You don't need Valentine's Day. Just go ahead and do it now. But I can tell you this. No matter what you write or say to that person isn't as good as the greatest Valentine's Day card ever written. Now, would you like to read the message in that card? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll read it for you. It doesn't rhyme, and it never... Well, let's see, I don't think it ever arrived on anybody's doorstep with flowers and chocolate. But it remains the all-time champion example of true love. Here's the message in the card. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, you can probably find a pretty decent Valentine's Day card or any kind of love card for 99 cents. And I've seen some that cost upwards of $5 and higher. You can add a $10 box of chocolates or a dozen roses for $25, and you're looking at $35 to $40 easy. So this love thing can add up pretty quickly. But, but again, it pales and disappears, in fact, in comparison to the cost Jesus paid. No one has ever or will ever show a greater love for someone else than he showed for us. He calls us friends, and he laid down his life for his friends. And for every person who ever lived or ever will live, he laid down his life. I'll never compare to that. You never will. No one ever will. The good news is he doesn't expect us to. He knows we can't do it. That's why he did it. So, the next time you have an opportunity like Valentine's Day, give your loved ones a, a hug or a kiss and a heartfelt, I love you. Because when you get right down to it, everything else is just paper and plants, right? The I love you, that has to come across. So, I want to ask you another question. Who do you think of when clouds drop down the dew? Now, that's sort of a metaphor, allegory, mm, it's kind of a flowery way of talking about rain or dew drops. But do you ever wonder why clouds drop down the dew or why dew forms? You probably have gone out to your front or backyard in the early morning and noticed how wet the grass is, right? But have you ever wondered why? Well, I, I came across an idea, or an idea came across me, I'm not sure which, uh, it might be partly because of God's frustration with us. Does that seem odd? Well, let me show you what I mean. The writer of Proverbs 3, verses 19 and 20, tells us that God founded the earth by wisdom. And I'm using that uh, quote around the words, by wisdom. He, with his wisdom, he founded the earth. And when something is founded, that's not exactly the same thing as created. When you read how God founded the earth, picture him putting all the things together to make it work just like it should. And then as you keep reading in Proverbs, you see how God's understanding established the heavens. Okay, what did he understand? Well, he understood all the rules for chemistry and science, and he knew how to place things in the right place, just the right place. But then you read that by God's knowledge, the, quote, Depths were broken up. That's D-E-P-T-H-S, deep depths. They were broken up by his knowledge. Well, guess what that knowledge was? His knowledge of how wicked we humans had become at that point, and it made him so angry and frustrated with us that he broke the planet, literally broke planet Earth. Yikes. Now, when God broke the planet, Lots of hot water from inside Earth went spewing into the heavens, and the hot water crashed into the cooler atmosphere and formed clouds. And you know what clouds do, right? Yep. They drop down rain, or dew. You can almost think of the dew drops as tears from God. 
It upset him to know how mean we all can be to one another, and it made him so mad he almost destroyed our planet and everything on it. But something kept him from doing that, from destroying it altogether. Can you guess what it was? I'll give you a minute. Nah, go ahead. If you, if you guessed love, you're right. God's love kept him from destroying the planet and everything on it completely. When he broke the earth, God saved one family, Noah's family. And he let Noah and his family start everything over. And he made a promise to Noah that he would never again flood the earth. Then he did something really, really cool. He put a rainbow in the sky and said that rainbows would be a sign of how God loves us and wants us to love him. Now, how beautiful is that? You see rainbows being used for other things nowadays, and that's totally ridiculous. A rainbow doesn't uh, symbolize anything except God's love to us. And uh, when we don't realize that and we don't love him, it hurts him deeply. He's not a God who doesn't feel. He feels very deeply. He loved us so much, like I said before, in the Valentine's Day card part, that he sent his only son to die for us. So the next time you notice how clouds drop down the dew, or the next time you see a rainbow in the sky, think of how much God loves you. And then bow your head and close your eyes and tell him thank you, and that you love him too. I got a little rhyme to help you remember. When clouds drop down the dew, think of how God loves you. Then bow your head and pray, and thank him every day. Well, like I said, this is a short episode of the Truth in Words and Music podcast. My name's Tony. As always, I thank you so much for your support, for being there listening and telling your friends to tune in and listen. They can find my podcast on iTunes and Acast and soon-to-be Google Play. As a matter of fact, for those of you who, uh, let's see, yeah, I don't have the exact date, but if you're on an Android device, Google Play is going to be adding podcasts soon, and I've already been approved. My podcast has already been approved for Google Play. How cool is that? You can also discover my ebooks on Amazon.com or Smashwords or right on TonyFunderburk.com. That's Tony, T-O-N-Y, Funderburk, F-U-N-D-E-R-B-U-R-K.com. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Leave me a review. It would be great to get more of those. I think I have a couple on there, but it would be great to start getting a bunch of those so iTunes would say, man, this guy must be awesome. We better rank him. And you can circle me on Google+, follow me on Twitter, watch my videos on YouTube. You could even find me on Facebook again. But until next time, this is Tony, and thank you for being there. And until then, may God bless you and keep you.